Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, at this moment, I believe Donald Trump is being uh, arrested in this activist. Have you seen this this woman who's Molly Pobaldo? What, what's her name? No. Who's um, who's the DA down there in Georgia? Bonnie Willis. Yes. You see all of her social media posts, the big no. BLM stuff, and she's like <sighs> par for the course. It's like having Lori Lightfoot. Uh, Oh, yeah. Did you see the email she sent to, I think it was to Mark Meadows' lawyers when they, like, requested more time to come in? And it was, like, with different fonts, like, her email fonts. Her name is, like, in cursive. People who use silly fonts in their email, that's, like, a, an She's absolute She's an unsilly, small-brained person. That's and- an absolute tell for being a small-brained person. Right. If it- your email signature is, like, fancy fonts. All this is about... This is about... She's going to be in jail. She's Monica Cannon Grants. She's going that way. And this is about getting as many mugshots as possible with Meadows and all the other people. There's mm-hmm. what looks like the Lincoln collaborators, conspirators, um, getting as many of those as possible and, and you know, patting herself in the back and t- taking her star turn, going on The View, writing a freaking book. And this is... Oh, a, yeah. And, but, but this is now it's on. We're now doing this. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, look at the DOJ lawsuit against SpaceX as well. Does anyone possibly think that they're not very publicly going after SpaceX for discriminatory hiring practices because it's Elon Musk? Of course. I mean, it seems obvious to everybody that that's what this is. I thought this administration was for discriminatory hiring practices. <laughs> yeah, but his went the wrong way. His, they say he was discriminating against asylum seekers. <laughs> wow. Migrants Talk about a vapor based on yes. mist, ba- based on, uh, you know, air So my molecules. understanding of the case is that they, like, that they put in job postings that you had to be a citizen or a legal permanent resident. 
because of the nature of the job. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's not actually legal because I guess asylum seekers are able to also see the whatever classified information or whatever stupid thing it is it's not called that but it's called something else but anyway the uh like export restricted things or whatever but um yeah so so that's my understanding is that they actually put in the job postings that you had to be a citizen or a permanent resident and that they only hired like one asylum seeker although like how many asylum seekers are applying to work at spacex can i just ask it doesn't matter I mean, like, I'm just wondering because it seems odd to me. But, I mean, like, have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of a company being in trouble for discriminating against asylum seekers? No, but... uh, I mean, it seems like... I mean, I'm not saying that it's not, like, the letter of the law, like with the Trump stuff. I'm not saying they might not even get convicted of it. You know, if that's what they put in their job postings and that's really illegal or something, I don't I don't know enough about that type of law, right? But like it seems like it's very public and very big news and not something you normally hear about companies getting in trouble for, which like you say, companies post discriminatory job postings all the time. Does it not seem like this is something that absolutely they came up with to go after elon musk because he's a threat to their regime uh yes it is obviously i mean it seems clear to me that that's what's going on and it's just like the next step of the total weaponization of the justice department it seems incredible to me that that's what they're doing and that they're like making such a big deal out of it i don't know like how how we're supposed to have a country when they go on like that and you know and and the point is the point is that if they can do it to Donald Trump, if they can do it to Elon Musk, then they can do it to you, right? Absolutely. The point is sit down and shut up. Don't question this. Don't go to your school board meeting. Don't do anything that we don't like because if you do, you're at risk too. That's why it's Trump and 18 other people, the co-conspirators. That's why they're plastering their mugshots everywhere. That's why they're making examples of them. It's to stop people like you or me who you know, aren't really a threat to them, but because they want to control the narrative, they want to make sure that people don't stand up for anything. So they find stuff and they go after Mm -hmm. people on unrelated crazy things. Yeah, this is, this is very bad to have, remember, and they've Mm -hmm. they've slowly normalized all this stuff, to have the former president being um, pursued in states and by feds all over the place, by U.S. attorneys, this is not good. He's also a he's the chief political rival of this administration. So this administration is arresting the guy who can beat them. Right. Or at least make things very uncomfortable. Well, yeah. And then when somebody buys a social media platform, because last time they made sure that that guy couldn't get arrested couldn't get elected because they squashed stories on social media the government and the social media platforms worked together to squash the stories to make sure trump wouldn't be elected so what they're doing this time is not only we're going to arrest trump but the guy who bought the social media platform so to ensure that we couldn't squash the story we're going to go after him too so I mean, it seems systematic, and it seems symbolic to me that it's on the same day as the Trump arrest and mugshot. Yes, 
It seems, I mean, like, it doesn't feel they, coincidental they, they are, to me. They are the dangerous authoritarian they told us Trump was. Right. That is them. And he is rather tempered, as a matter of fact, other than verbally bashing everybody involved in his prosecutions, which I have no problem with. I'm sure it's not great for his lawyers. But he's, he's a guy who senses he's getting the screws put to him, and he is. Oh, yeah. Of course he's getting the screws put to him. I mean, that can be true, and it can be true that he wouldn't necessarily be the best choice to elect for president again. Although I'm obviously not a typical Republican primary voter. And so like what my opinion doesn't count because I, you know, I'm not like the people voting obviously who very much like Trump and want him to win the nomination as far as I can tell right now. And I mean, want him to win the nomination in large part, I think because of what we've seen over the last few months with the, the Trump indictments and everything. Um, you know, it, it's really pushed people to say like, wow, Washington, D.C. and the Justice Department and all these people really don't want Donald Trump being president, which just makes me want him to be president more. But like, I, I just think we're heading to such a dangerous place with them doing this DOJ stuff, with them going after Elon them Musk. Them doing this, not only doing all this, going after somebody... But not going after Biden, being right. caught attempting. Andrew Weiss should be in jail, or Dave, whatever Weiss's name is, he should be in jail. He tried to work with the with the defense attorney to broom everything for Hunter, slow mm-hmm. walk whatever he could so that he had no choice but to broom that stuff because of the statute of limitations, and then worked with the only. And then they didn't work. They didn't act on the IRS with whistleblowers whatsoever. They suppressed the information. They slow walked after Congress who wanted it. And mm-hmm. then at that point, then being saying, okay, it's getting hot in here. We'll give him one charge. We'll get him with some kind of small tax thing. And then when the judge sees the small print, she calls him out and they say, oh, uh, no, that's a mistake. I mean, no, of course. And now this guy is the special, the same guy who's in charge. Right. Who's the same corrupt piece of crap. Who's? It's like you're doing this right in front of people. I mean, maybe the plan is to have another January 6th, but... Of course that's the plan, so that then they can throw a bunch more people in jail to make an example of them. Of course that's the point. Of course that's the point. This they're president gonna, blows, they're gonna, dude. He, he is the worst they're gonna, cynical piece of crap. In some states, they're going to start to take been. Trump off the ballot, too. You heard Asa Hutchinson say it last night. He was on the Sunday shows this past weekend that we talked about. There's a push now. The Atlantic published an article, and they're having a bunch of lawyers and politicians say it. Gavin Newsom saying it, saying Trump's not eligible to run for president because of the 14th Amendment. Because he was in a state of insurrection against the United States. He doesn't have to be convicted. We didn't convict Confederacy officials. And so we're going to just not put him on the ballot. And you know what, Alice? You know what? They hate him so much. We What we've seen here on all levels of government is the hate is so strong. And the for- force pressure of this hysteria is so strong that all of these people have been corrupted the way they've acted. They've all eschewed their actual responsibilities because they believe a greater threat is out there. That threat is Donald Trump, and he's an extra um, ordinary threat. Mm-hmm. And they have to step out of the constraints of their jobs and use instead every power at their disposal 
to stop this guy because he is such an existential threat authoritarian. Yeah, you, you know what everything is. Mm-hmm. So the fact I mean, that they're think- holding, that they're, they're they're doing this tells me you'd have to be a fool to think they weren't do- tampering with the election. I'm sorry, you know I was never an election guy, but you'd have to be a fool to think there was not tampering. Why everybody else? If if all these people are doing it now in front of us in our in front of our faces mm-hmm. well it depends what you mean by tampering too right like so clearly the hunter biden laptop story was suppressed oh, at yes. the time. i mean that's that's not what i'm talking about yeah but that's that's certainly, that's enough on its own well frankly. sure but i'm just saying that if this guy in front of people this big clunky guy who andrew smith or whatever who gets goes to subway and gets a sub just like normal people um, if he's putting the screws to Trump and this other guy is putting the screws to Trump and all these people are putting the screws to Trump, then why wouldn't some poll worker in Georgia put the screws to Trump if they could? Why not? Everybody's doing their part. Trump's the evil. You got to do it. So, I, you know, I of don't course. have any so proof. The Zuck- I don't watch Zuckerberg the- money going to specific Well, you're trying places. to clean it up so we don't get banned. But I'm saying that that Anything is possible. I, anything is possible. These it, it, these people are corrupted completely. They've misused and abused their positions completely. Completely. I mean, this is essentially uh, Harvey Weinstein um, and just seeing what he's done again and again. Mm-hmm. And now a 21-year-old uh, wannabe starlet comes out of his office screaming and disheveled, I mean, crying and disheveled. And you're telling me well, that was a, that was the most normal interview we've ever had with Harvey ever. I don't think so. You've shown me that you're all willing to do the bad, the worst possible thing. And you're telling me this time it's not though. This is this is the these people are just they're freaking they're broken. People in this country they could execute well, Trump right. next and, year and they say yep yep good. Uh, and you know what's interesting to me about it is that once again the. Re- Republicans are playing checkers while the Democrats are out here playing chess. They're serious about this. They want to stop Trump from being elected president again, and they will take him off ballots. If he gets elected by write-in, they will have Democrat secretaries of state throw out the results saying he's not eligible because of this 14th Amendment BS. Like, the Supreme Court's going to have to get involved. They are going to force a constitutional crisis on people. You know how they all freaked out about how Mike Pence had to keep the electoral votes? If Kamala Harris gets those electoral votes and they say Trump after they've spread this narrative that Trump's not eligible because of the 14th Amendment, do you think they'll hesitate to have her throw out electoral votes? Oh, hell no. Of course not. So they're going to do all these things. Mm -hmm. They're going to force a constitutional crisis on the country over this election if you get trump in there and the closer it gets to happening the further they will go to stop it from happening you know they're willing 
to go after Elon Musk because he owns Twitter. They're willing to go after Donald Trump for anything and everything in every jurisdiction under the sun. They are willing to take him off the ballots. They've said that on TV now. They floated it in some publications like The Atlantic. Now they've had some lawyers go on the TV shows to tell people that that's possible and makes sense and is a totally legitimate and reasonable thing that a guy who was literally president for four years, is just he's just not eligible to be president, can't be president not possible and he's not gonna we're not putting him on the ballot the guy who's gonna win the nomination we're not putting he's not eligible to be on the ballot i mean they are playing with fire and they are going to cause a constitutional crisis on purpose to make sure that you know that this doesn't happen it's scary stuff and it's playing with fire and it is not it's not a direction that we want to be headed. So the people saying this stuff on TV absolutely are dangerous. The, the, the other side needs smelling salts very quickly because if they remain zombified... I mean, they're still holding their stupid debates like nothing's going on and like this is a normal election. Well, I'm talking about and, the other side. Okay, no, no, no. What I was going to say is... Uh, but, I mean, like... Democrat politicians, the people who are running state governments and the people in the Department of Justice are and the people in the media are going to make sure they're going to do everything that they can not to allow Trump to be president. Way past the, what they're legally allowed to do. They're going to do those things and they're going to push it to the limits that they can. While meanwhile, the Republicans are like, just holding a primary like nothing's going on like do you not hear them on tv saying they're not going to put your front runner of your party on your on the ballot is anybody in the republican party doing anything about that in 2020 Alice, did any of those tv shows have anybody on who said um no of course if the people elect donald trump if he's nominated to be our nominee of course he's going to be on the ballot in every single state he had better be or it is going to the Supreme Court. Are they on TV answering that to all the people going on TV? Or is the, does the left just get totally free reign to narratively go on television and say Donald Trump's not eligible to be on the ballot on all the serious shows where liars aren't allowed? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like they're going to normalize this idea. Half the country by next summer is going to believe that Donald Trump is not legally eligible to be president, and it's totally fine to take him off the ballot. And it's people, and they'll have never heard just, somebody saying a counter view. These are people who are very much respected members of society, high-profile lawyers that mm -hmm. we know, politicians. These are people. It, there's no. These are people in corporate suites. There is no. There's no limit. There's nobody, I mean, this affects all people. This hysteria affects all people. And they want to believe it. These are people who are saying, put the damn new vaccine out now, pronto. Well, and they've already set a precedent now, especially in Georgia, to say that if you're a lawyer who floats a legal theory that we don't like about the election, then you're going to go to jail too. So what lawyer is going to go in here and say Trump gets to be on the ballot when the risk is you're going to go to jail if you lose the case as a lawyer? <laughs> you know, it's, re it's really an incredible and a dangerous thing. And, I, you know, I just I worry that the Republican team is not taking it seriously enough. Well, but, but here's another thing, too. 
in 2020, mm-hmm. during the election, on November 9th or whatever it was, 8th, whatever, do you remember Washington, D.C. was all boarded up? Mm-hmm. Remember why? Because they were afraid Trump supporters were going to riot if they lost. No. What? When? Who, what? In 2016 what large, or 2020? 2020. What okay. large group of hundreds of thousands of thugs. Oh, and, Black Lives Matter? Not just Black Lives Matter, but certainly they asked Black Lives Matter. Um, and, you know, everybody else from every college who joined in to, you know, throw a Molotov cocktail because they were part of the movement, man. They just they assumed that New York was going to be, I mean, D.C. was going to be uh, just destroyed. Of course, the riots would have been portrayed differently. I assume that those rioters would have tried to get right inside the Capitol as well and the White House, et cetera. They wouldn't have been called insurrectionists, you know. Of course not. It would have been a mostly pre-peaceful uh, Capitol occupation. Mm-hmm. But... So that side per is... Per usual. Yes, that side is... The template is there. The left has played this very well because they've normalized and they've encouraged and condoned violent riots and destruction from their own mm-hmm. so they can be mobilized in a second. Meanwhile, if seven people, Trump fans, get together and shout, then it's a some kind of white supremacist insurrection, whatever. Thinks the dog has a tick, by the way. Can you check that? Not right now during the show. You don't think now's a good time? No. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I hate to be just down, but uh, I mean, you're, the, the people are, I have, no, mo- I have no, no emotional attachment to to Donald Trump. I'm just telling you that you people who think that this is, Cool and small brains who are saying, "Oh yeah, justice is a uh, no." It, it feels good. You, the the pro, the thing is this: is that you have to look past what feels good. And I understand, I understand that you know that I have friends who uh, conservatives who have, in retrospect, said that um, that Bill Clinton shouldn't have been impeached for what he did. Of course, impeachment is political; it's not the criminal justice system. Um. But, and you know, my feeling was, of course, he he lied in court. So it was, and he mm-hmm. tried to obstruct justice. So there's uh, there's Mm-mm. some stuff that <clears throat> the chief law enforcement officer in the world couldn't do, but um, or, or shouldn't be doing. That's that's Bill Clinton, right? But also, but also, so there was something there. But also, I just wanted it was it was f them. And F their team. Right. You know, so that felt good to me. And I mean, <laughs> plus he kept winning and I thought it was a weasel and all oh. this stuff, et cetera. And so that was the, the feeling. So the, so I understand that it feels good to head stick the screws to somebody. But that said, you can't do it. You can't scratch every itch, especially... Well, that's where the media comes in, because the media has told people that this isn't just politics, guys. This isn't normal. The media has told people, yes, be hysterical, because you should be, because this is a special threat, because this is this is bad incarnate, etc. So, something may have happened with you. I think I don't see you anymore. It's the internet connection. Yeah, but usually I'm just... I'm gone. You're gone? The whole Zoom meeting is gone. Oh, that's not great. It's trying to reconnect, but it's this internet trouble. is fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> so, so, 
so anyway, I guess we can move on to a couple of debate things if you want to. It's kind of I kind of feel like we should have started there, but yeah. Well, I mean, so this is what the Republican Party did instead of worrying about the fact that you know they're about to be criminalized as a political <laughs> operation within the next year or so. Um, is they held their debate like everything's normal. Um, obviously, the Democrat Party is not having debates at all this year. Um, so let me go through a couple of cuts here, okay? Is that work for you? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, so let me ask you first. Who did you feel, quote, unquote, won the debate? Uh, Vivek won the debate. He was, he garnered the most attention for himself. He stood out from everybody else. Well, and his biggest problem being name recognition, probably. That's a good yeah, thing. Well, that yeah, he- yeah, he cut a lot of ads for Vivek. Uh, everybody tried to beat on him. It was all older people in squares going after the young kid. Um, he managed to. He looks good. He keeps his smile in in composure. It's just kind of nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, he, there were parts of me who thought like that is a, a punk kid who needs a beating for because you know he throw he, he throws out there. Um, he goes a, a tiny bit over the top over his skis when he's not ready. It, that's him being a novice, I think. At this. Oh yeah, and. Sometimes he does come across like he just read Twitter and memorized the right-wing talking points. Yes. Which, you know, people like to hear. Well, that's a good way to get a, to get a populist movement started with oh, the yeah. youngs. Oh, yeah. But it also, you know, if you haven't thought about these things that hard, then, um, you know. He can, can step in it. But, but you know, Chrissy, uh, compared to him to Obama, Obama used to step in it. And to chat GPT. Right. So, okay. So, we'll try one of these. Because <coughs> I should have the Christie one in there. Okay. Here's here's probably the biggest uh, tete-a-tete of the, of the evening. Let, let us be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change oh, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a That's hoax. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The climate this change agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare independence for it. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. And so the reality is, more people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, Governor Haley, are you bought and paid for? Down by hold on, hold on. In the last listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. The last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here, was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Come on, give me a hug. <laughs> give me a hug just same, like you did to Obama. same type of amateur. And, and you'll help elect me just like hey, you did to Brett, Obama, Brett, too. Brett, give me that the same hug, type of hey, amateur. Brett, no, hold on. Hold on. Hey, Governor Brett, Haley, would you like to respond? Deserves- Are you so, bought- Now, just one moment. <clears throat> um, obviously, Christie paid a million dollars or whatever it was f- for them to workshop that, uh, you know, skinny mm-hmm. Obama thing. And there is some truth to Obama using that line, whatever. But, uh, you know, uh, Vivek is... Um, also skinny and also has uh, a funny name. Yes. And, and yeah, that's right. And <laughs> I think Christie should stay away from lamenting people for talking about how skinny they are, just as a matter of course. But but it's not... It's not um, Nobody's really mentioning the fact that that um, that um, that, but Vivek's response was really good. Yeah, it was a good line. 
with the give me the hug like yeah you did with and him. that also yeah. shows that like he was watching back when he was nine because that was a long time ago oh maybe not nine maybe 20. he's uh he's two years older than me he's 38 so and i was there for chris christie and sandy and so here is stuff. uh but um and you heard the crowd there the crowd was pretty rowdy they were oh, yeah. a desantis fan and vivek fan heavy crowd i thought from the from who was getting cheers and booze it seemed like the people who were physically there in the audience were desantis and vivek people mainly so that was you definitely saw that desantis also had some good lines i don't know if you have any of his cuts but one second this is yours this is yours I don't know if I'm supposed to be filling right now or not. Okay. Well, I just didn't know because you started to say something, so I wasn't sure if oh, I was no, supposed I to. to before, I don't want to get to. I don't want to get to the Santa's line before I get to. Okay. Your favorite part of this whole exchange here, which is coming up right here. Okay. What I would like to say is the fact that I think this is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, "If you want something said, ask a man. If you want something done, ask a woman." There you go. There you go. Ugh. Yes, queen. I know. I know. It's awful. Is that door unlocked? I'm not sure. I've requested one of your offspring to come and walk your dog. Um, okay, so um, here's the death sentence thing where he looks pretty good. Polls consistently show that young people's number one issue is climate change. How will you, as both president of the United States and leader of the Republican Party, calm their fears that the Republican Party doesn't care about climate change? So we want to start on this with uh, a show of hands. Do you believe in human behavior is causing climate change? Raise your hand if you do. Well, look, we're not school children. Let's have the debate. I mean, I'm happy to take it to start. <laughs> Alexander, <laughs> so do you want to raise your hand or not? I don't think that's yeah. the way to do. So let me just say to Alexander this. First of all, one of the reasons our country's decline is because of the way the corporate media treats Republicans versus Democrats. Biden was on the beach while those people were suffering. He was asked about it. He said, no comment. Are you kidding me? As somebody that's handled disasters in Florida, you've got to be activated. You've got to be there. You've got to be present. You've got to be helping people who are doing this. There we go. There we go. Yeah, so, I mean, I thought that was good. I thought shutting down the hand-raising games, like... Did he- Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Shut it down. Yeah, that's what he said. All right, then. 
Yeah. Oh no no no! I thought you meant talking about when Vivek's hand kept being in his personal. Oh yeah, space. he Vivek was all about the hand movements. Yeah, I thought you towards said, people. The, the he was him. doing stuff to Nikki Haley too. He was right in between them, and he kept Bonk. having his little hands in yeah. people's way, which was like very uncomfortable to me. So Vivek. But um, I also. But but no, but I thought that the DeSantis thing where he shut down when the debate moderators tried to play these stupid games. There's nothing worse in these debates when it's like, raise your hand if you believe this. Or like, everybody say your favorite type of pizza. And then they asked and about like, UFOs too. Was, no, oh, just you did not have to put a UFO question in there. No, like, I did like the idea. Brett Baer seemed like one shot of wild turkey away from pounding the crap out of all the candidates on stage. I yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, so I. Do you know anybody who's who's who did a shot with Brett Bear? I do know that. And who is that person? That person is Tom Shattuck, the huge oh, celebrity don't right bring next that up, to me. Alice, don't bring so that. anyway, but no, so there's nothing worse than those like sort of little debate gimmicks that they try and do. So I liked that DeSantis said like. We're not school children. We're not going to raise our hands. Just let us answer the question. What we want to say about it? Like, let's have the debate. You know, I yes, I think that stuff's better. I'm glad he said it. I think stuff like that in the debate sucks. Other than that, although, but, but, do you remember but, but, the time I, when they had Herman Cain and he said deep dish for his favorite type of pizza? Did he really? Yes, in his deep voice, and it was very funny at oh. the time. Um, no, I don't. Um, but, but but let me say something. Mm-hmm. Desantis looked way over coached. It, it like his fake smile. He was one of those guys. Don't don't smile, Ron. Look like a dinkhead. It's fine. Don't. They're having him smile after answering stuff, and it's not natural for him. Yeah, he's not a smiler. They should just let him look grim. Yeah. Well, which one of us said that we don't want the guy to be prickly? He can be prickly. That's fine. Yeah, let him be prickly. You don't see Trump weirdly smiling when he's not in the mood to smile. He makes the face he wants to make. Well, I think that's what they're afraid of. That Trump seems scowly or whatever. To say this doesn't have to be... Just let right. him be the guy who gets stuff done, head down. Yeah, the smiling chooses- comes naturally to Vivek, obviously. I think, yes, I think it's a win for Vivek that he is the story that comes out of the debate. Whether you liked people yes. beating up on him and that was fun or whether you thought he was fantastic and handled it really well. I was torn between finding him annoying and not... Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also, like I said a little while ago, I'm not a typical Republican primary voter. Um, I thought DeSantis had a fairly good night. Like I thought he yeah, was fine. fine. I, but I didn't think he didn't blow me away either way. I thought Vivek was really the story to come out of it. Um, but you know, I was really interested to kind of see what other people who maybe aren't as plugged in or other people who are more normal than me or whatever thought coming out of it. Um, And I was really interested because the person that I saw the most people posting about afterwards was actually Nikki Haley. And this was in sort of the normal Republican circles, right? The like very normie people, right? People who want Mitt Romney again, like, you know, but but that's who Nikki Haley is. I understand. But I think, but I think for people like that, who are maybe put off feel that DeSantis is a bit much for them or that the DeSantis campaign has struggled. I think that they're, um, I think that Nikki Haley is sort of emerging as a potential alternative to them. I, you and I talked about this this morning at breakfast, the Nikki Haley stuff, First of all, the fact that she immediately bought into the Bubba Wallace thing itself should be disqualified. Agreed, totally. Because that just shows you're like a pushover for everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think anybody, anybody uh, Republican who bought into any of that horse bleep from 2020 
is uh, should be totally disqualified. It's, it's unforgivable. Unforgivable totally. Unforgivable totally. Another, another... Uh, but can I say sure. something though? Because so there was actually... So we don't actually just have to rely on word of mouth and what people say on Twitter because Twitter is also not a representative sample of, you know, people's normal people. Twitter is a very select weird group of people, especially probably the people that I follow. And my Facebook too. I saw a lot of positive comments about Nikki Haley. But um, the Washington Post and 538 and Ipsos did a um, big before and after poll of quote, Republican primary and caucus voters. Um, so they, you know, went through and they saw who watched the debate and what they thought. Um, and do you want to guess who the Republican primary voters said won the debate? Uh, Republican primary voters. Yep, said so this is a survey of Republican primary and caucus voters. Vivek. Ron DeSantis. Oh, okay. So they gave 29% of them said they felt Ron DeSantis won. Okay. 26% said they thought Vivek won. So how much of that is you think really that they they love what DeSantis did in Florida and he's got a low bar? And he didn't like fall on his face or anything last night. Yeah, I thought he was fine. So I think there's some of that. I think the people who were going to like DeSantis were going to like DeSantis. The struggle, I think, for Vivek is I think the people who feel that Vivek won and liked him coming out of the debate are already Trump voters. Right. I think so. That's a hard. But third place. Who's third place, do you think? Pence. Nikki Haley. 15%. 15% of the voters thought she was... She won the debate, and then everyone else was single digits. So there's clearly something you know there where there's some subset of people, not me, obviously, but there's some group of people who really liked Nikki Haley last night. She's going <laughs> for the mean, above it all uh, approach. So, uh, but then, yeah, so then two Pence, seconds ago, Christy's former President Donald Trump has arrived at the Fulton County Jail. Oh, wow. Here we go. Justice is interesting. Thankfully, all the blue and on people are finally going to get their stupid mug shot. Um, Nikki Haley also. Can we stop talking about Nikki Haley? Can I just tell you about this poll because I thought that this was interesting. Sure. She also had the biggest shift in, um, in people saying they would consider voting for the person. So this goes to your question of like how many of those people just like DeSantis anyway. So for Ron DeSantis, it went from, um, it, you know, just went up a few points from 62% to 67% said they would consider voting for him. Um, Vivek also 40% said they consider voting for him up to 46% after the debate. Mm -hmm. So he gained 6%. Um, Nikki Haley gained 14 points. Wow. Yeah. She went from um, 29% to 46%. So wait, that's even more. That's 17 points. Um, so, yeah. So she really like picked up some people there's some people out there who weren't sure who they were going to vote for who last night saw that and again this is why i'm interested in things like this and seeing what other people thought because that's clearly not my takeaway from last night but some people watched that and were like wow nikki haley was great which like <laughs> i don't know i don't know but there you go um 
Let me play another. I also here. thought it was interesting. Uh, they also polled people who did not watch the debate and asked them what they did instead. Mm-hmm. And um, only 7% of those people said that they were watching the Trump Tucker thing. Wow. So which... <sighs> Sounds like a good poll. What do you mean? Sounds like a good poll. Sounds like the Nikki Haley is awesome. And no, none of us who are totally Republicans watched the about to be arrested again Republican front runner. Do you think that many people watched the Trump and Tucker thing? Honestly. Yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, uh, like 180 million people watched it. No, the thing says that it has 235 views of the tweet. 235 people saw the tweet that has the video in mm-hmm. it in their feed. I can tell you from seeing our video view numbers compared to our tweet view numbers that that does not mean that many people watched it. I mean, best case, like 10% of that clicked into the video and not a lot of them continue to watch it, you know, for the, the whole 45 minutes. I can tell you that. Did you watch the whole thing, the whole 45 mm, minutes? I didn't watch the whole debate either. I just watched big chunks of it, little servings of it. I watched the whole I started debate. to watch. I would have watched most of the Trump thing. I thought I watched about 20 minutes straight. Um, but then Connecticut does not have uh, internet. So um, <laughs> it died in the car. Um, but anyway, I mean, I I appreciate people hyping up the numbers. I want Tucker and X and Elon Musk to all do well, too. But 200 million people did not watch it. 100 million people watched the Super Bowl. Do you think, based on the number of normal people out on the street you see talking about what happened on the Trump interview versus the number of people you see the day after the Super Bowl talking about what happened at the Super Bowl, do you think twice as many people watched that Tucker interview as watched the Super Bowl every year? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I assume that that everybody's lying about numbers. I... I don't, I think that the reporting metrics are a little wonky with that. I don't think 200 million people watched that Trump interview. I just do not. Um, I mean, I can tell you right now that uh, that's not what that 200 million means. He lies about Jeffrey Epstein's death. Clearly lies. Do you you think Epstein killed himself sincerely? I don't know. I, I will say that, you know, he was a fixture in Palm Beach. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Barr said about it either. I have no idea what he said. What did he say? He killed himself, probably? He said he killed himself and that they were going to do this investigation. They never did the investigation. It's never been public. Let me just say that if I were Tucker, I would have said, Fixture, how? Like, what's he known as? Like, who's he hanging out with? I would want to know. They hid it, and like, why are they doing that? And clearly, Barr knew. But why would Bill Barr be covering up the death of Jeffrey Epstein? Bill Barr didn't do an investigation on the election fraud either. So that's where it just, you know, Trump brings everything back to him. He's not interested in talking about anything but his stuff. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein doesn't interest him. Yeah, that has been his thing forever. So we don't have any chat chat messages for this podcast. We only have. Okay, okay. I had a couple more things. Please go for it. No, I don't think that many people watch that. Uh, I watched it. I thought it was fine. I don't think it drew that many people away from the Republican debate. Um, Anyway, um, there were a few other things that I wanted to run by you. One is regarding the Biden trip. We had lots of messages yesterday about the um, 
about the Biden cuts and mm-hmm. how terrible Biden was in Maui and all that stuff. Um, but, and this is from yesterday, and hopefully, I don't know if we have enough internet to play audio, but um, we can try. But anyway, um, Morning Joe talked yesterday about um, Biden in Hawaii, too. And he feels that the right-wing coverage of it has been completely unfair and that the local people and all the local newspapers have all yeah. just been glowing about Biden in Maui. Yes, we, me and Jerry played this yesterday. He, uh, he, and he did, gives play-by-play about how Trump, I mean, Biden was not really asleep. He said, really, he wasn't asleep here. He closes his eyes and nods for a second. He's down there for a second. Now his mouth is open. And now you see that it was crazy play-by-play that he did. And saying, now, see, he, it's very possible that he had his eyes closed there because he was in mourning. Like the woman next to him is. And it was like just a, like, or Joe was earning his money with that one. So I've got no problem with that. <laughs> I mean, but it's incredible to me that the media is like so in the tank because it's so obvious. Why is it incredible? I, they pay him a lot of money. I know, but I will tell you how. It's obvious to one, any sane person if you see even small clips of that Biden stuff that it's completely inappropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. beginning to end yeah but what kind of small brains do you think are working for those local papers down there i mean oh, is it he even waved true to me he waved to me is it even true that the local papers all said it was positive coverage but they showed a, a few local papers that had headlines saying that it, like with a biden uh quote it's like it's like what you do if you love this if you're a democrat they're not going to put anything out there that anybody can republicans can use these people are sick in the head <laughs> <laughs> definitely sick in the head um the other thing i wanted to run by you is um did you see that adriana from the sopranos is starting an only fans yes and that is good for the world <laughs> now but although she's gotta be what 50 now she my age i mean i'm not sure i'm i'm thinking so i'm thinking we're probably around the same age i think it's kind of sad that she feels that she needs to do that now like she doesn't have other work yeah she's born in 72 so she's yeah. a little older than me old. um is that my how old is january jones then I mean, let's we should we should google all the girls who were in that scene in love actually in the milwaukee bar <laughs> january jones it was adriana was in it right oh and there was the other was adriana not i in don't it? think she was in okay that. then the girl from another hbo show january was jones is born in 78 okay so she's um like alicia cuthbert is that who's in um, is that her name? I'm thinking of. Yes, that's her. She's in that. Um, she's born in 1982. There you go. I love that year. 82. So she's that's when younger. the nachos came out at Fenway. And then, um, what's her name is in there too, isn't she? I forget. Anyway, that's a great scene in a funny movie. That's a great movie. It's a great movie. I'm all for her being naked. I think naked women are a good idea. And she was always just extremely, extremely. But I don't hot. think she, I don't think she's in that movie. Oh, she's not. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> are you sure? Yes. I think she is. I'm gonna search. Search. Who's I'll in fill. That scene, See what I'm that's... doing? I'm filling right now. Junior mm-hmm. Jones, one of the all-time beauty beauties as well. It's just so weird to think that. Um, that it's not just me who January ages. Jones, Alicia Cuthbert, Denise Richards. That's the uh, one I was thinking of. Okay. And Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth was in there? 
That's what this says. That's from a, from a um, head of the class, or that Elizabeth something. Oh no, Shannon Elizabeth is from um, the guy when they have sex with the pie. I'm not even sure this is true. From American Pie. Yeah. Right. She was on the first issue of Maxim I Magazine. I thought there was one girl in there who was Slavic, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. It's not... That's a lie. It's not Shannon Elizabeth. It's... um. Her name is like Ivana Milichevich. I like that noise you make. Yeah, she was on an HBO show. Like, um, uh, I saw her in something else, too. But yeah. That's like the first one he talks to at the bar who pulls back her furry hood that she has on. Right. Oh, she's beautiful. My goodness. Mm-hmm. This is great. I'm all for beautiful women. It's... See, but once again, Drea De Mateo is not in there. Yeah. She was not in love, actually. <laughs> huh. Stephen Merrimack, we need you. Was Gandolfini in love, actually? <laughs> it's... Oh, who else wasn't there? <laughs> a lot of people weren't in it. Too bad Laura Linney wasn't in it. <laughs> nice. She wasn't in it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That just sucks. She's that's terrible. Accurate. Anything else you get? That's all I wanted to get to today. So we don't have any chat chat messages? All you can eat podcast. Unless I'm all you can eat podcast. There you go. So that will be out tomorrow. A new all you can eat podcast. We have a few messages because we didn't on our last all you can eat podcast. We were a little tight on time and we didn't get to messages. So. We'll have to play a few messages tomorrow on the All You Can Eat pod. Hold on. We'll fill it for a second, will you? Um, I just told you that I'm out of stuff. I literally just Yeah, but just said talk that. about anything then. <laughs> uh, we're going to try to do an All You Can Eat pod tomorrow, right? Right. We're going to try and do an All You Can Eat podcast tomorrow. I feel sad that Trey DiMatteo feels she has to be naked on the internet to make money now. Why? Who cares? It's just her naked body. She was half naked in Sopranos, and that's why she's got a lot of money, or had a lot of money. Well, I... I don't know. If I had a lot of money, I wouldn't be doing that. But and I think wait. She so you are that. now that you don't have any money. No, <laughs> I also am not doing it. Not having a lot of money. Supplementing the family's income, Alice, is n- no. nothing. There's nothing. No wrong with that. I can't get. Did you see that um, two days ago? The uh, deputy secretary of defense tweeted um can military academy cadets help the u.s army become more resilient in the face of climate change i just spoke with the young creative minds at west point who are tackling the challenge head-on innovation much come must come from all levels we are stronger as a team so i'm glad the department of defense is on this climate change thing aren't you yes i am alice k shattuck hold on one second What's happening well done. over there? Hey, um, do, do you have that audio that I tweeted out from the main wire about the guy? No, I do not, but I can go find it for you. Um, but I can't fill and find it for you at the same time. I had probably. I played it. I'll find it here, by the way, and I'll find it here. I think our first chat chat chat, chat message was just a year ago. Is that right? It seems about right, yeah. I think, did we do it for like a special episode? For like episode 500 or something? Did we come out with the chat chat? I feel like we did it. Maybe it was for Some of these people have left us. Bradford Sly, Big Dog Money at gmail.com? I don't know. Do you know? Oh, no. This is, oh, here we go. Listen listen to this one. I'm unearthing a chat chat from last year. Tom. Yes. Philbar. Hey, Philbar. I'd like to unload some guilt that has been burdening me Ooh. for years. 
Many years ago, we had a paintball outing, which I think was for a bachelor party. Yes, it was. I Lord. may have taken extra shots at you after you were declared shot, <laughs> and I apologize. That is correct. I'm sorry. That is correct. Thank you, Phil Barr. Wow, I thank them. These are actually recycled chat chat messages. This <laughs> Why is what we are call you doing this? an all-time low. I think it's okay, honey. Yeah. To Hey, let Tom, the ask, I want uh, your uh, opinion on some. Justin. I think it's okay to let. I miss Justin. Justin. I think it's okay uh, to let the people go at the end of the show if we don't have chat chat messages. Okay, I'm just gonna play this this audio from the main wire then. Okay. Okay. This is Chris made me so happy. This made me so happy. Okay, you ready, Alice? I'm so ready. Are you sure you're ready? I'm so ready. It sounds sexy. Look at the little noise you were just making, too. That noise? That, I love that. <laughs> is that a new thing for you? It's just like a little thinking noise. I like that thinking noise a lot. <laughs> I'm going to sell um, think your noises to people. <laughs> okay, hold on, guys. We're in... I'm, we're in Connecticut, so I'm getting a wireless signal from... The first from, audio from, only, only fans. I'm getting... Yes. I'm getting audio <laughs> signal from um, Long Island Sound right now. I mean, the, my internet. So here we go. Listen to this. This is so great. Wayne Mainwire, we have... This is um, a Maine health executive. His name is Ron Pauly, PhD, slash he, him. Up above it says, my pronouns are he, his, uh, Maine health. And it's buffering. So just give me a second here while it's buffering. This is worth hearing. <laughs> this guy's here. I am a Ryan Pauly PhD he him fan. Um, I was thinking about um speaking of identity politics, more about that Charlie Kirk thing and how absurd it is. Like that you should be proud of your whiteness or like into your whiteness or oh, whatever. Yeah. And then like I was just thinking about it and it's like so odd. Like I don't, I just don't like feel ownership of whiteness as an identity. Like, like you're, are we celebrating a skin color? Really? Yeah. Like, and I've not celebrated anything <laughs> at all. But I've I mean, had like women, I say, like, women who have found me disgusting say like, you have nice blue eyes. Sometimes and you're that's like into, just like the very but last. Like sometimes like, you're into being a wasp. Like you feel Alice, cultural keep my white currency. supremacy out of this. Please. You like being a wasp, and you feel good about the congregational was, church. Oh, be quiet. I don't like being a wasp, Alice. I like the fact that you'll never be one. I mean, <laughs> don't give away the secret sauce, okay? But um, can I get to my know, buddy Ryan Pauly? Go well, ahead, go ahead. You asked me to fell while you were loading over there. Okay, but. The idea that I All should like, bad. that I should like feel some kind of kinship with like Leonardo da Vinci over our skin shared like paleness is Is so, he pale? I mean, he's not a black person. Okay. So, but the point is, my point is that it's such an impoverished view yeah, but of black the world. People have different shades of pigmentation too. Well, yeah, sure, but like There's no actually black people out there. Or white people. Well, well, actually, I guess in the Appalachians, you can find a few. My point is that, like, whiteness and blackness as categories are not, like, meaningful. The idea that I should have some sort of, like, kinship with other white people are, like, yeah. it's so it's it's a, just bizarre. Yes. And it's a dumb view of the world. Like, everybody gets to have Leonardo da Vinci. He's not, But like, also, 
I, you know, it's, also we're not we're not in a tribe four thousand years ago who sees a different looking tribe and says they have different diseases. So we have to go to war with them. We're all living in the Western democracy, Western world now, mm-hmm. where we have all stuff. But like, I'm reminded of. Do you remember we read that article um, a few months ago with the college professor? I thought of this because we were talking about the Great Gatsby today. There this, was a college this professor. This dog of a show should have been euthanized uh, 18 minutes ago, but now since we have it, well, let's just now, roll. You asked me to come up with a new topic, and then and you did you- make your noise. Make your noise again. I love that. <laughs> I don't know why you like it, but okay. Anyway, I was thinking of the professor that taught his students that the Great Gatsby was about a passing black man, like a black a pa- man oh. who was pale enough to pass for mm-hmm. white, which is not. Am I right? Was Jay Z in that movie? I don't remember if Jay Z was in the mm-hmm. movie in the Leonardo DiCaprio was, one. Was he in Love Actually? <laughs> no. Okay. Get that wrong. The guy who <laughs> married the beautiful blonde girl? Karen Knightley? The guy who married Karen Knightley is not Jay-Z. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, we should stop while we're ahead. No, I got to meet And Karen Knightley is also not blonde. <laughs> She's black. What? Is that not her? <laughs> Are you actually sure. okay right now? Is she now? a wasp? She probably is, right? <laughs> Nightly sounds wasp. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Uh, Ryan Pauly, PhD, he, him. This okay. is the main wire. And he, <laughs> it says my pronouns are he, his. Here we go. This is, Tell me if this is part of the problem or part of the solution <laughs> to what's going on in the world. We have our what we call our DEI ambassadors. We have about 150 DEI ambassadors across our, our system. So every one of our hospitals have ambassadors and they are, we're still, they're still kind of immature in the structure, but we're really working to operationalize where they come together monthly. So right now we have our BIPOC care team member network Alice? and our LGBTQ mm-hmm. care team member network, both populated by members of those communities and allies, but ultimately creating space for sharing perspective. A couple of our networks have actually already gone on and made changes within the organization. Alice, is that gentleman part of the solution or part of the problem? And his 150 ambassadors? (laughs) I would say part of the problem. (sighs) Can you imagine? Yes, there's 150 of us in this. There's 150... Guinan, no, not Guinan, sorry. Um, what's her name? The hot one on Star Trek, The Next Generation. Deanna Troy? Yes, there's 150 Deanna Troys, and there's there's one Ewok, or what's the guy? The security officer? There's one Worf. Riker? And one Riker and one Picard, and that's it. But mostly, it's all the, the it's all DEI people. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. I think I need a doctor. <laughs> Policies to emphasize. Okay, that's not the closing. Uh, (laughs) it's been a day apparently thank you all for listening uh we hope you had a great week we had a great week uh we did yeah (laughs) did you not have a great week i don't know i had a great week um i enjoyed it (laughs) anyway uh, we will be back live streaming on Sunday. If you want to join us for that, you can um, join the show on patreon.com slash burn barrel. 
<laughs> if you would like to oh, just watch and listen to the show for free, burnbarrelpodcast.com is the place. Check one two, 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 check one two. Okay, ready? Ready, Freddy. Five, four, eight. I'm not gonna sniffle during the show. I was sniffling before, so I get it out of my system.